Today is Thursday, April 13th. The title for our devotional is Mary Magdalene, Commissioned. Today and tomorrow, we're going to look at the newness of life found in a couple of characters in the resurrection story of John 20, which we read yesterday. So if you haven't read yesterday's devotional or listened to it, be sure to do that before continuing with this one. John notes in verse 1 that Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early in the morning. She was likely there with a couple of other women, but John only mentions her. This was common in ancient literature, common way of writing stories. They went just after sunrise. John loves to use light and dark images. So here he's using them to describe the darkness of death that has passed and now life and light emerges. He even says it was the first day of the week, indicating that a new era in redemption history has now dawned. After seeing the open tomb, she returns to report the news to Peter and John. She reports this first one as, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. Peter and John then run to the tomb and found that it was just as she said. Mary likely followed them in returning to the tomb. After Peter and John left, Mary stood outside the tomb crying. Remember, at this point, she just thinks someone has stolen his body. The desecration of her Lord is enough to leave her devastated. She's clearly a devout follower of Jesus that she would go to the tomb very early in the morning. And then she follows again and weeps. This indicates that she has this deep love for Jesus, who cast seven demons out of her. She may have also been the sinful woman who anointed Jesus in Bethany, but again, this is not certain. In any case, she had followed Jesus throughout his ministry, giving up everything to be with him. Let's allow John to pick up the story from here. Verses 14 to 18. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you're looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you put him, and I will go get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabuni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. In this story, like so many others in the Gospels, you can just hear the love in Jesus' voice. He gently asks her, why are you crying? And who are you looking for? Carson writes in his commentary that Jesus asked her these questions to widen her horizons and to recognize that grand as her devotion was to him. Remember, she was there early in the morning. She came back and cried and wept at the, t- at the tomb. Her estimate of him was still far too small. Although she previously thought he was the gardener, when Jesus speaks her name, she recognizes it to be him. As Jesus teaches in John 10, 3 and 4, he calls his own sheep by name and they follow because they know his voice. Here's an example of this. When Jesus calls her name, she recognizes that it is indeed him. She knows his voice. Verses 17 and 18 are difficult to interpret and understand. Mary was likely dramatically embracing him, or she had fallen at his feet and grasped his feet. Carson summarizes the idea like this. The thought then might be paraphrased this way. Stop touching me or holding on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. I am not yet in the ascended state, taking so that you do not have to hang on to me as if I were about to disappear permanently, is the idea. This is a time for joy and sharing of the good news, he says, not 
for clutching me as if I were some jealously guarded private dream come true. Stop clinging to me, but go and tell my disciples that I am in the process of ascending to my father and your father. End quote. Then Mary goes to the disciples and proclaims the good news that she has seen the Lord. Thus, she becomes the first evangelist to the gospel of the resurrected Savior in history. This is amazing. In this day, a woman's testimony was not permissible in court. So it is quite the calling, the commission, that Jesus places on her. He's already delivered her from demons. Now he calls her to herald the gospel of his resurrection, first to the disciples. He has made her new. And in the process, he is making a new community in which Mary and women like her for centuries would be called to declare the good news of Jesus. Reflection time, Jesus calls all of his disciples in the Great Commission to herald the good news of the resurrected Lord of all creation. How have you picked up that mantle? How have you declared the gospel of Jesus' resurrection? This calling begins with the deep love that Mary obviously had for Jesus. Start there. When you deeply love Jesus, you'll have no problem telling others the story of his glorious resurrection.